0: Welcome, Welcome, guys, gals, and, and non-binary, non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to... I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking
1: worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast.
0: Hosted by...
1: Joe Daniel Montelongo.
0: And Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I
1: listening to? Sick. I'm unstoppable. i was like yeah okay but so are millions of other people so like who cares
0: and that's our gold open
1: <laughs> there you go you're not special you're not but that special doesn't mean you don't matter
0: but welcome to our podcast
1: welcome to our podcast which also isn't special but it doesn't mean it doesn't matter
0: <laughs> exactly welcome welcome <laughs> what's
1: the matter We're well, nothing matters but it what's matters what's up huh. i'm joe <laughs>
0: <laughs> where the show
1: is the shit
0: <laughs> oh my
1: gosh <laughs> uh, cycles man i'm telling you i hate
0: it i uh, love it i think yeah i hate it i hate cycles i want to actively break all any and all cycles
1: but then are you not just going through the cycle of breaking a cycle and then learning from it and then gaining something and be like you know what there was respect in the cycle and then you go right back into it
0: no i hate that i hate it i want to break it break the cycle hate it hate it welcome to the podcast uh- <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing joe
1: it has been such a weird day for me i haven't slept and it's taking a toll on my body. That's I went to the gym this morning, and I we were, we were doing normal things that I've been able to do, and I was like, "Why don't my limbs work?" I'm and then my trainer was like, "What's what? What what are you doing? What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I don't know." And then mm-hmm. I went to work, and the things that I always say, just like normally or like don't even think about, mm-hmm. I had a hard time getting out today to a bunch of customers. I'm like this is so weird. I hate like, it. I just need to die probably, and then resurrect next week. <laughs> and be fine.
0: Well, before you die, mm-hmm. let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> um, so we are on season four, episode fourteen, all that glitters. These yeah, go ahead. So, oh, I was just gonna say, and I'm very
1: <laughs> mad, um, because at the beginning of our podcast we went to a film showing, I think it's for Dear George, Emily's film, mm-hmm. and then we were having a raffle. Yep, and then my best friend won, or she is really good at raffles, and she always likes to support. So she bought a bunch of them, and then I had bought some things. And part of, one of the raffle prizes was a script for Sex in the City for one of the episodes. And then when it was up, they called the number right before mine. So as I was going through, I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and I was like, "This is stupid. I never win raffles." And my best friend was like, "I bought, I bought mine right before you, are, so, so I have it. Okay, I won." And then I looked at her I was like, "What?" And then Emily who was announcing the winner's like, nobody, nobody, another that- Ah, <laughs> ah it's me! So like the biggest fucking fag just running down and being like, I
0: want the sex in the city script. <laughs> and,
1: and now I'm mad because I have spent so long keeping track of it and like always keeping it at the top of like
0: piles. My
1: there's this I have everything broken down into weird drawers and there's like there's the thing that I'm not gonna get away from or I'm not gonna get rid of mm-hmm. pile and it goes in this drawer that goes under my bed occasionally i need things from there and there's my important documents file and then there's my things that i use more frequently than i expect to so they just start moving here pile Mm. and then it has stayed in at the top of my important documents file because i was like no it has to be there (laughs) and today would have been the perfect time because it was the fucking script to this episode and i forgot it i wasn't even cognizant Oh, wow. Well. To bring it.
0: It's okay. I've
1: had it there. I've had 414 in my head for the longest time. <laughs> where I'm just like, 414, 414, 414. When you get there, get there. And then even last time, I think it's like, hey, I think that's coming up. I should probably look for that script and get it out and just have it at the ready. And I don't.
0: Yeah. And I'm mad. I mean, we watched the episode. It's okay. But I want to see the differences. That's fair. I like to see what's going
1: on. I like to see where they add some zhuzh.
0: Well, we'll mini episode that next time, maybe. Oh, perfect. Um... But so anyway, this is all that glitters. The synopsis is Samantha finds the simulation the stimulation sorry. Ooh. Samantha finds the stimulation to declare her love for Richard Wright. A photo shoot with House and Garden magazine drives Trey back to his mother. First of all, isn't it home and garden? They were saying Houses and Garden, oh, and I cause noticed that because I home.
1: wrote Home and Garden, and I was like, wait, what's Houses and Garden? That sounds stupid.
0: Uh, oh, that's why she just started it's calling it H&G. Yeah. And I'm like, what is that? Anyways. Like, who is she? I don't know her. Who is this? <laughs> um, Who would you like to start with?
1: Let's start with Miranda.
0: Miranda! She's homophobic. Yes. I mean, no. No. But yeah. Out of all of them, yes. The gay was homophobic. <laughs> yeah exactly so uh they all go to a gay bar named club 96 Tra-
1: the gays will understand
0: okay good i'm like i don't <laughs> get that i support you but i don't know what you're saying club 96. uh it's called trade the bar is called oh, was Tra- it called trade yes i hope
1: trade buys that bar <laughs>
0: No, you've just been not, trade. No, not charade. Trade. Like I traded you yeah. this for this.
1: Yeah, and I wanted. I want him to change it to T R E Y apostrophe D. You've just been trade. You've
0: just been trade. That sounds like B trade.
1: And that's what he did.
0: That's what he did. Um. So Miranda is going to the bathroom in the men's bathroom because there is no females bathroom because. Which is- that's, like, illegal, I think? Yeah. Maybe it's not. I don't know, because there's so many unisex bathrooms now, because there's been so much of a call for it, that maybe not. But they still have two separate sections that are, like, designated? I think that was just a partition. Like, one side was sinks, and then the other side were was the... I almost called it a trough because I don't know what it's called because I It don't, is a trough. Because I don't go to It's urinal. a giant urinal. Yeah. But
1: it's a trough. Yeah. Well so, I mean sometimes they have trophy urinals that are like a bathtub that everyone just pisses in.
0: Right. There's one um I've heard, I haven't actually seen, in uh the win in Las Vegas that's just like this giant wacky like carpet and you just pee into it. I assume that they like you know, switch it out. Every once in a while, I don't know what that's about. But that I think is so it, like... bougie and stupid. <laughs> um,
1: th- unless it has, it has, unless it has really good like ecological merit, in which case I'm like, oh, that's cool, maybe. But I think it's fucking ugly and nasty. And guys already piss all over the fucking floor. That just gives them a better, better excuse.
0: Then, then they're aiming for the carpet, and then it doesn't splash back, though, right?
1: I mean, I depends. don't know. I've never been pe- like... on a carpet. I think you still get some splash back.
0: I don't know. Especially I have... from like that high maybe i don't know but this uh, this bathroom is actually reminiscent of the bathroom at Tao Las Vegas which was featured in this not like when um Samantha decided she was a lesbian i forgot that, that happened yeah um for like a hot second uh but it was in that episode where Tao was in but it wasn't the same bathroom
1: i want to be a person who works for not Travel Nevada, but what's a Matador Network,
0: mm-hmm. who
1: they all have think pieces and, like, beautiful pieces about them traveling the world and doing all this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, here's me using every bathroom in the world. Here's my mm-hmm. ranking of these bathrooms.
0: I want to go to all of the interesting bathrooms in the world. Like, the one in uh, Mandalay Bay where one wall is just solid glass and you just look out as you pee. Obviously, it's not, it's, like, not something that you can see out the other side, But that sounds
1: so beautiful I'm going to write a short film where it's me going to pee and I'm super drunk and I'm mad at the entire world (laughs) and then I'm peeing at the ear and I look over and I make eye contact with an orca and and we both understand each other like you know we're there (laughs) and then just a single actor's tear you're familiar with the tear it lets you know hey I'm acting Right. I'm here and I'm present
0: and the white people stole my land
1: and then it's gonna be beautiful because it's gonna be a one tear falling down my cheek, and then it's gonna be a parallel between my pee falling down this urinal, and that's what it ends
0: <laughs> on. I love it. There's also I feel like there are interesting bathrooms in Vegas, period. Because in Tao, the club, not the restaurant. Um, oh my gosh! There is. A the, there's just a wall of like stalls basically, um, but they're all glass that you can see through. And when you lock it, then mm, it switches. I hate to, like, that. Yeah, I don't like that
1: at all. They have those changing rooms at one of the stores in the mall. Hmm. Really? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they're clear, but when like we lock it,
0: then it like it does
1: all that. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'll change in the middle of the goddamn store. <laughs> but for other people, yeah, this and I don't trust it. Yeah, I, I w- want you to be upfront with me. People are going to see me. I got to let them, I got to know so I can put on a performance. <laughs> I don't want to let them catch me. Right. I got to be ready.
0: <laughs> can
1: I please just go, imagine getting paid to poop.
0: Oh, that'd be great.
1: Paid to pee, paid to poop. That's the name of my travel series. I love it. Paid to potty. Boom.
0: Can I guest star?
1: Yes. Thank you. Because you have to go to all the women's bathrooms.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
1: when I went to the Beyonce concert, the women had commandeered the men's broom. Because the women's line, the women's bathroom line was super, super long, mm-hmm. and they're like, "All right, so if you're a man coming into the use the men's restroom, do you have to pee? Okay, because there was like there was a split. There was one side that was all urinals oh, lining okay. both walls, and then the sinks, and then there was another side on that same wall that was partially urinals and all stalls. So she's like, "All right, if you have to pee, you go over there. All right, and then which I uh, I respect because yeah. that's fucking dope, but also. It's not your fucking business what I'm doing in the bathroom. True, true. And I don't have to... If I was a person who was more, like, sheltered or, like, easily embarrassed... Right. Not that those are bad qualities. Some people are just different. Mm -hmm. But, like, imagine having to go tell a pretty girl at the Beyonce concert, I have to take a shit.
0: Right. Yeah, that's not... Appropriate.
1: No. So I respect their hustle. Mm-hmm. And homegirl was, she was, she was pointed. She was like, you're going over <laughs> there. Over here. Come here, girl. Stall three. She's empty. Let's go.
0: <laughs> but I was like, mm, But. But.
1: If we're talking about privacy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not. I feel I like, like maybe it should have been put a different way. Like, anyone who needs to use a stall in this line, anyone who can use a urinal in this line, men or women, let's go. Mm-hmm. If you're, I mean, if, if you're a have woman who can seen, use a urinal, go for it. I have seen
1: it. two women pee at a urinal, and it is magic.
0: I wish that I had that kind of talent. I wish that I had that kind of core strength. I do not.
1: It was like that scene in Blade Runner where he's dreaming and he sees that unicorn, and then he's like, I am contemplating whether I'm a robot or a real-life human being and what it all means. Mm. That was me watching these two separate women pee in a urinal. It wasn't
0: at the concert, but... That's fair, though. I love it. I love it. Um, So Miranda sees one of her co-workers uh, washing his hands and says, Oh, Max, hi. Uh, What are you doing here? He says, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, we're just... Me and the girls are trying something different. What are you doing here? And he's like, uh, yeah, could you just not tell anybody at work? That would be really great if you could just keep this a secret. And she was like, well, you know, it makes you feel any better. I'm pregnant and everybody will be after my job the second that they find out. So like, you know, kind of like it just a now we have something on each other. And so that'll keep us honest, which doesn't work because his ass tells somebody immediately.
1: You cannot trust homosexuals with secrets. This is a fact
0: see I so sad why I because
1: you should be able to trust people with secrets I mean yeah absolutely you should be able to trust your best judies with secrets but them Judys is gonna spill
0: does that mean half of my secrets that I have told you are out in the ether now
1: yeah because half of our relationship has been on this podcast so they're out there true
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's fair
1: also what if I hooked up in bathrooms as part of my series
0: I'm okay with it. I would never. That's so unclean
1: and nasty and I'm already super anti all of that. And then just be like, there is someone shitting in the stall next to us, we're gonna be like, Oh, does that feel good? Does that feel good? And someone Ooh, else like, Yeah, no. He was like,
0: Ew. I was thinking more along the lines of like right as the janitor or CVS person has left the and CVS. it's clean. <laughs> No, not C- No, <laughs> I know, it's- I know, but I just said that as I was like, "You think I'm gonna travel the world and fuck
1: at a CVS? Which I would. <laughs> I would." That's
0: not what I'm saying. <laughs> the C- CVS is not. Well, it is. It is a like place where you buy groceries and shit, but it's also like what they call the like janitorial staff of a casino. Yeah. Um. But anyways, right as they leave and they've cleaned everything. Um, and then preventing anyone else from coming in. And then on the sink, not in
1: the, not in a stall, peeing, pooping, and porkin. A travel series by Joe Daniel Montalongo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Copyright that shit right
1: now. <laughs> this is copywritten. <laughs> Just to let everybody know. This
0: is copywritten. But on a sink, isn't that
1: uncomfortable? Like, don't you need to, like...
0: It depends on how high or low <gasps> you, the sink right. is. You, right. And I
1: keep thinking about all the poor joints that I know. And I was like, the sinks are, like, this big. You cannot do that action. Uh, no, but I'm talking a about nice... the counter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Have you been to the bathrooms on the first floor of the casino area at the Grand Sierra?
0: Where? There's a bit... That's a big floor. I think
1: they're all pretty much similar. Is that true for yes? you all? On, At least on the first floor, like been to any like the casino
0: level? Yes, um, yes. You know
1: how they have those um, the sinks that are also just like a countertop that are slightly curved, so any yes. water that lands all over this countertop will immediately sink down. Yes, those those I'm talk are on one of those.
0: Okay, because I yeah. take
1: a shower like right underneath one of the, the faucets right after.
0: I love it. Thank I you. support it. Cool, it's great. <laughs> 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 all right, so that's Miranda. That's it. That's all of Miranda. No, we Isn't need to that- talk okay, about talk- Ugly
1: Casual Friday.
0: Oh, yes.
1: So the reason Miranda's nervous to tell anyone she's pregnant is because she's right, a woman in a man's world, mm-hmm. um, is she thinks that they're going to give her all the shitty clients, all the cases that don't matter just because she's pregnant and they don't want her to be emotionally unavailable or unstable and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then this gay tells everybody, well, tells the... Celeste? Celeste. I don't Celeste, know what her yeah. position is, but yes. she has got some files she, and she's, she's got secrets.
0: She's got some office manager vibes, I feel. I want to
1: be her. <laughs> and she goes to Miranda's office the the week after they the, meet at the club.
0: Right. Probably she, the Monday after, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. And she's
1: like, I finally did it. I got a casual Friday involved. And she's like, cool. I don't care. <laughs> and Celeste's like, also congratulations. congratulations. And then Miranda's like, Ooh, like, yeah. And she goes over to the gays. And the gays like, Well, everyone thought you were an alcoholic or like terrible at your job. So I told them you were pregnant. She's like, Is that better? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Isn't it? And she's like, No. Not in a law firm. <laughs> <laughs> They'd much rather be an alcoholic than be a woman.
0: Yeah.
1: Correct. And then Celeste comes in right as Miranda's like, How would you like it if I told everybody, or how would you like it if I told Celeste you were gay? She's going to tell everybody. And Celeste's like, Casual Friday's their thing and I have to go. She's got a mission. She's got to tell all them bitches. She's got to
0: tell everybody.
1: And then it's Casual Friday. And Brandon's like, you know what? I'm not hiding this anymore. She shows up in this beautiful gown. Like, bitch, it's Casual Friday. Wear jeans and flip flops. (laughs) Yeah. But she comes in in this gown showing her baby bump. I'm like, that's cute. And then this gay has the audacity to talk about style when he shows up in camo pants and a mesh shirt. Yeah. There's Casual Friday, but there's also
0: There's Casual Friday, and then there's Trashy Friday. Like, you're not going going to a
1: beach? You're going to work. Yeah. Like,. Wear a t-shirt.
0: Yeah. You can't get... You, it was beach party in Miami attire.
1: Yeah, you guys are in New York. Mm-hmm. I don't know what weather we're doing. Yeah. But that's just super inappropriate. And like, for anybody, it was completely see-through. The yeah. The best top.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, that's not appropriate for work. No, nope. I don't care how casual you want to be. Absolutely. If that's what you are in your free time, one, that's ugly. Two, not mm-hmm. my business. Three, yep. you're welcome to do that. It's casual Friday at work. You still don't have to do that. And okay. then they say that because the old people looked at this young homosexual they're like and that was the last of casual fridays
0: i was like yeah yeah of course because you abused it absolutely wear a pair of nice jeans and a fucking top like a black shirt dark jeans you are in casual friday mode done
1: me shows up in fucking cargo shorts and a bermuda (laughs) button up
0: yes i love it that's miranda That's it. And that's Miranda. And that's Miranda. Can we talk about Samantha? Let's talk about Samantha. She's super easy. She, uh, (laughs) ain't that the truth? In both senses of the word. Uh, she at the gay club uh, sees two penises. By going up to the urinal and just looking at the two men and saying, don't mind me, gentlemen. I'm just looking. It's like a diabetic at Baskin Robbins. And I was like, no, that's lecherous and gross.
1: That's absolutely disgusting. There's whenever you're using urinal, men have these like rules that you're supposed to stand this many urinals away. Yes. Your eyes are up here and blah, blah, blah. For the most part. Now we have done away with those rules. Okay. Now people are getting aggressive and people are putting their like fucking hands up on the wall as they're peeing. And I'm like, ew, have are some you class.
0: Yeah. Me, who has
1: no class, is telling people I have class so you know they're fucking up. But occasionally you will see a peen. Sure. But you're not there to spy. Yeah. You're not there to gawk. You're not
0: there to like be like, oh my God, look at that. Yeah. You're there
1: because you gotta take a fat piss and it's the commercials and you're gonna go. Mm-hmm. So for someone else, even if she's not engaging in any sort of way. It's still her going to occupy space that especially for a minority group, like it's these young gay men who have found a certain space for themselves. Yeah. First of all, straight women being in a gay area. That's tourism and I hate that. Can we
0: yeah, can we just not do that shit anymore?
1: Visit and be respectful if you're gonna visit. Don't make this about you.
0: Yeah. Don't go out in a group of girls to a club like you you have your safety net because your girls are already with you Mm -hmm. if i'm going to a bar alone then maybe i'll go to a gay bar Mm -hmm. for like safety reasons but i'm not gonna go out and make a damn fool of myself or anybody else like i'll go for you i'll go and i'll be like a medium lipstick lesbian and then have my drink and go but like i won't I will not get together with a bunch of girls and impede on a place that is not mine to impede on.
1: Yes, I should be the rule. and That's that's understanding that there are certain places where women are allowed that men are that gay men can still privilege from. Hmm. That's not what this conversation is. And in those cases, I also say, hey, if it's a woman's space, gay men, don't fucking show up and make it all about you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it goes both ways, It goes for both sure. ways. And with that, there are so many, especially
1: like, in recent amount of time that are... The articles that are talking about how gay men always, like, fondle or molest women's breasts because they're like, it's gay, I have no stake in this. But it's still sexual harassment. If people don't want that upon their body. Yeah. This is still sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. In Samantha's yes. case of going over into this public or private space. Mm-hmm. And then just observe
0: it. Yeah. That's not okay.
1: That's not okay. No,
0: that's gross. Um, but apparently they like her enough to give her ex... So she takes a hit of X, goes over to Richard's place, has sex, um, and says that she's in love with him. And she doesn't just say, I love you. She says, I love you. I'm I'm in in love love
1: with with you, you. Richard. Yep. Yep. No mistaking it. She was not talking to anybody no, else. No, she wasn't. She was not talking to God on high almighty. Nope. And she said Richard.
0: I I dislike people. And granted, I haven't been on X, and so I really can't say too terribly much. And I know that there are some some drugs, some extreme drugs, that will make you act in a way that you never will act before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like most drugs are just releasing your inhibitions so that you can do that thing that you really want to do mm-hmm. and then blame it on the substance. Which is
1: weird, because having been on several substances.
0: There are certain things that I
1: would, that I did or have done that I wouldn't do normally. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that, yes, is that release of inhibitions. You're like, oh, I, I have the freedom to do this. There's mm-hmm. nothing holding me back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's the concept that consequences don't matter. Yeah. So even if it's, so even if you're doing something you wouldn't regularly do, you're like, oh, but I'll be fine. Because nothing's real. <laughs> yeah. Who cares about anything? So yeah. then when you come down, you're like, oh,
0: shit. Oh, yeah, shit. Things are still real. Yes. Yeah.
1: So with that, I think that they're, for the most part, it doesn't change you. Mm-hmm. You don't become another person.
0: Mm-hmm. It is
1: just you, but to a heightened sense or a sense where...
0: You don't care anymore. You
1: don't care anymore. You don't have those inhibitions. You don't have those limitations. Mm-hmm. But having said that not having those things can also make you a different person. Mhm. Like there's so it's that thing like what would you do if you, there was no stopping you?
0: Right, right. You like, would
1: be a completely different person. It's
0: basically like the purge but personal.
1: Yeah. Oh, bitch, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly that's the best way you could have fucking described it. Yeah. So w- I think having said that, there are certain times where I can say someone like, "Oh, if that person was like super sober," would never have done that
0: sure yeah there's definitely things where it's like they would never have done that but it's still within them to do absolutely so absolutely that's why i filmed all that uh richard ignores it of course he. <laughs> as we all would and then
1: um <laughs> did i tell you the one the time that i told you that i loved him for the first time
0: yeah and then you, you like took it back kind of. i didn't i take took it back i was like, like back, but you all right like, i
1: love you have a good night what good night Close the door on the left. I was like, I'm gonna ignore it.
0: I'm gonna
1: he's it. gonna ignore it until so one of us talk about it. And then Sean right. brought it up. And I was like, Shit, <laughs> I gotta
0: go. Isn't that the worst when something <laughs> happens and you're like, Well, we're gonna ignore that, and then they bring it up and you're like, Fuck. I, in the moment, am mm-hmm. upset because I was like, Damn
1: it, I thought we we're gonna live this life forever. I thought we made a <laughs> pact and we broke it. But then the other part of me that's like super like into it or like super into learning and gaining and being a better person. It's like, I'm glad you brought this up so now there's a space to address it and had it been up to me, right. we might have not.
0: Yes. I feel like there's only really been a couple of situations in my life where that has happened mm-hmm. and one of those situations uh, was... No, no. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. I'm like, no. Both of those situations were uh, times when the other person was an idiot or a shithead or did something that they clearly, I'm like, yeah, tomorrow you're gonna regret that. Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing that shit up. I don't want to talk to you about your (laughs) dumbassness. But then they'll bring it up and I'm like, fuck, we're gonna talk about this? Alright. We're gonna talk about this? (laughs) Okay. One time it was something that they did to me
1: Mm -hmm.
0: uh, that wasn't appropriate. But I was like, yeah, they're in a drunken, haze, whatever. Like, we're just not going to address it. Like, yeah. I actually convinced myself that they were drunk enough that they weren't going to remember it. And then they did. And I was like, fuck
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, so you weren't that far gone and you still did it. Oh, okay, so you're just an asshole.
0: Right. And I think I literally was like, oh, we're talking about this? This is the thing we're talking about. <laughs> okay. Not going to make you look good, but alright, here we go. <laughs> I am all for ignoring dumb shit that I did or just owning it all the way there or just like defending when someone crosses the line into like, oh, you did this. I'm like, bitch, no, I didn't. First of all, no, I didn't.
1: First of all, let's get that straight. No, 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 I did not. No, I, I always want to be the person. I want to be a person who's like, okay with ignoring it. But I'm also one of those persons that will it will keep bugging me until it gets addressed I'm like I don't know the outcome if someone is mad at me I want to know if they're mad at me so I can either repair it or if they're super super mad at me for something I didn't say hey if an apology isn't enough if me being super sincere about what I did isn't enough hmm. then this isn't going to go anywhere and let's not let's not pretend mm-hmm. so let's drop that and uh, I had a situation where I was hanging out with a couple of friends and we were all loosey goosey and uh, there was a trans man there hmm. and me just got accustomed to the vernacular the pronouns no uh just calling everybody she because mm-hmm. like we have just on this I was like God, God, oh God, she God. does this she oh, does that oh yeah
0: that was back when that was a thing i hated it yes
1: and i still can't get out of it which <laughs> will fuck me up because then that person won one of the games or something i was like oh look at her Oh no, and that can be very damaging to a person who is trans mm-hmm. me having heard that from other people, not me trying to speak on right, behalf right, right, of trans right, right, people right. or trying to implement my guilt onto them
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I've heard people like getting mis misgendered misgendered yeah even in the comedy sense still has some ripples right but then we never talked about it and I, the next day I re- I remembered mm-hmm. I remember all that night but I didn't right. know how to talk about it and I didn't want to be drunk and then have to.
0: Explain, explain yourself it. yeah yeah
1: because I, I like I know how dumb I sound sometimes so <laughs> I need to make sure that I have this fully prepared and I was like do I bring it up if they know that it was a joke is me bringing it up then a bigger issue how do I handle this
0: Mm-mm. and
1: then I was like challenge that person is close to your friend what do I do mm-hmm if that person talks to you about something please let them know that i have been trying to deal with this but i didn't know how to
0: please tell sarah that joey said that i said that i'm sorry and it was just
1: me <laughs> freaking the fuck out and like to this day because we it still hasn't been addressed and I'm oh, like no. i don't know whether it's up to me to do that, or if that's me asserting myself and being like, I have to fix this. Right when it's not a real issue, yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do.
0: How long ago was this? Uh, December. Statue of limitations is up. <laughs> 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 uh, i feel okay. like if you wait long enough you don't have to apologize for anything no that's my dad's
1: rule of life and like he's 50 something and it's not working out for him
0: no i feel like stuff need i i don't mean that like in a way like don't do it but i feel like things need to be addressed within 24 hours mm-hmm. or 48 hours if you need 24 hours to cool down which sometimes i do mm-hmm Which is really weird. It's a new thing for me. Usually if I am upset and angry, I need to talk about it right then. And I need to have it settled right then. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have moved into this new phase where I realize that if I'm very angry, then I will say things that are shitty. And so rather than say things that are shitty, I have to say, I can't talk to you for 24 hours. And then I can figure out my shit and come in and be like, okay, so I was upset. (laughs) about this and i would like to talk calmly and rationally about it here it is but sometimes you need that so i feel like 48 hours Mm -hmm. is the time frame and i feel like if it's something that's awkward if it's anything beyond that span of time then it's almost like the whole thing where like you know people like do that shitty thing where they'll rub their dog's nose and shit when they shit somewhere I bad, hate that. which is terrible. But it's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. It's like the dog doesn't remember shitting there anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like after forty-eight hours, it's one of those things where they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? Like that happened so long ago. Yeah. Like what are you even saying? Clearly, I've already made my, up my mind that you're an asshole, or I have it has it was it didn't impact me. It didn't land in my world, and so I've forgotten all about it. <sighs>
1: I love that. I needed to hear that. That's not going to help me, but <laughs> not I love Not in this it.
0: situation, no. no. I feel like it's it. The time is up, though. As far as like, if they were upset, mm-hmm. they're solidified in being upset at this point.
1: Wonderful.
0: So And I think some of their close friends listen to the
1: podcast, so hopefully if they have talked to other people that aren't me or my boyfriend about that, mm-hmm. and those other friends, wink, wink,
0: wink, wink, hello, have heard
1: anything about that situation, could just be like, hey, just let you know, this is the issue, or this is what the feelings are, let's start it with all this. Yes. My family used to make fun of me, because uh, whenever we'd be fighting or anything, I'd go to sleep. Yeah. Like, not narcoleptic fall asleep right over, but I'd be like, I'm excusing myself from the situation, yeah, yeah. and I'm gonna go to sleep before I say something mean. Mm-hmm. And they would bully me and bully me and bully me, jokingly, like siblings and family, right, too. Right, right. And then one day we were all arguing, like, what are you gonna do? Go to sleep. And I was like, no, you know what the fuck I'm gonna do. And then every person who was in the room, oh, I was like, I didn't know that I was storing all these negative emotions, but here they are, have me. I made two mm-hmm. out of the three people cry, and the other person was a man a mexican man who cannot cry. Right. They just don't have the tear ducts. They do, but they are told that they can't use them. <laughs> Ooh, that's sad. I know. Oh man. And then I was like, is that good enough? Or do you guys want some more? And they're like and I was like, okay, cool. So yeah, now, next
0: time let I'm me gonna go go to room. sleep. Yeah.
1: And I'll talk to you all later. Yeah. And which opened up a nice conversation. Mm-hmm. Later on, when they're like, "We didn't know you felt this way. Let's please talk about it." Mm-hmm. All these things. And I was like, "Cool." I also could say, "Hey, emotions are high." Yeah, you gotta excuse yourself. I'm going to excuse myself. Otherwise, I feel like I want to. I'm going to say something mean. And if it's something that needs to be said, I can say it in a much more productive mm-hmm. and less hostile way. Mm-hmm. And so that was part of my learning curve. But oh man, I shot motherfuckers. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. As well, you should have. Thank you that just you shouldn't ever force anybody to speak on something that they're not ready to speak on. Mhm. So, like outing um, somebody. <laughs> yeah, like outing somebody. God,
1: that would been a great transition. <laughs> so what happens with Samantha?
0: Um, so literally Richard ignores it. She says, "Can we just talk about this?" and he says, um, he, he's like, cool. no, yeah. He was just like, listen, you were high on X. I know, I know that feel, bro. No big deal. Like, it doesn't mean anything. And she wanted it to mean something, and so she felt shitty. What a woman. Like. What are like, we going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, she let's...
1: fucked up by being in the relationship with him. Yes. After that, it's her responsibility. All these sad things. Which yeah. shouldn't be the case.
0: No, nope. But they are.
1: But he's been authentic to himself this entire time where he's a fucking asshole. He's in it for the sex. Mm-hmm. He understands his power position. She's like, something might change. And that's yeah. so unfair for her. But that's what's happening. Yeah. And then when they have the conversation, he's like, I know it didn't mean anything. Like, we're fine. And then Carrie's voiceover comes in to really direct home the plot. She was like, uh, and there Samantha was. Getting her wish that it didn't that it did matter, mm-hmm. but somehow wishing even harder that it did, and that he had say it back.
0: Yeah. I was like, no. And it's like, it's too soon for this, and you have made it so abundantly clear that you were just in this for the sex, that, like, how is he supposed to honestly take anything I love you or relationship-wise seriously from you when you've been pushing so hard against it this whole time? And this isn't new to her, especially when she became a lesbian. Yeah. She's like, this is new, this is different, and I'm in love. It's like, no. No, you thought you were in love with, with the lesbian, too. Whose name I forget, because I loved her. I think. Maria? Maria, yes.
1: Was it? It was. Or was she just, like, Latina I'm slash Hispanic? I'm
0: pretty sure that she was... I don't know, and I don't know what you I don't know, was. but she was great, regardless. Yes. She was wonderful. And it's those consoles, like,
1: Ms. Samantha, how about you deal... With your shit.
0: Yes. How about
1: that? Like, fucking around is fine. That's cool. But if there is someone that you may potentially like, like, maybe don't run away from that. Maybe don't cause yourself more problems by accidentally admitting to things that you don't want to care out loud. And then when it doesn't happen your way, you're not super upset and have to hold that in by yourself. Because now you have no one to talk to about these feelings.
0: Mm-hmm. How about that? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> People are crazy. And that's Samantha. She doesn't get naked this episode. And... She doesn't go fornicate in a pool. Which is very sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, she doesn't. That's really unfortunate. That was great. She looked great. She looks so great. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, move on to Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte has a gay old time. Ha! <laughs> at the gay club. Um, meets this dude who shoots for house and garden, I guess. Because Garden was like, bitch, I ain't gonna be associated with no sex in the city. Mm-mm. We classy. So, um, they decide they're gonna shoot her apartment because it's so beautiful. Which it is. But they haven't even seen it. Like, when they make this play. <laughs> well, I think that what happened was, um anthony vouched for her and was like oh you should see her apartment it's so amazing and he says oh we're shooting an urban you know an urban landscape thing next month we should look into that so i think that there was like an unseen moment where he came over looked went this is great i'm gonna pitch this to you know my bosses blah 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 and then it happened
1: me rewriting this entire show (laughs) would have loved to see that in-between scene where he's coming through with his camera and he's just snapping pictures of the house. Yeah. So like, this is what I want to show everything. And as he's snapping pictures, Charlotte has to pretend that everything's fine. She's like, yes. this is where potentially we will raise our children. This is where we sit down to eat and talk about blah, blah, blah. While, like, Trey is just in other rooms mm-hmm. and she keeps, like, sneaking pics at him and she knows that she's lying. And then yes. he's looking at her and he's like, I want this to be the truth. Yes. It would have been beautiful.
0: Yeah.
1: But we didn't get that.
0: But we didn't get that. Um, Trey does not want to be a part of it. Uh, And she says, can you please just do this for me? It means a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And he basically is like, I can't do this anymore. You can have the apartment. I'm moving in with mom.
1: With mother. With my
0: mother. And it's a very abrupt separation. Yes. Where it's like people are coming over and they're going to take pictures of us. And he's just like not into the deception, I guess. Well...
1: It was the day, be- it was the night before when this came up, and she was, and then Charlotte's laying out the plan, like they're gonna be here at this time. Please move yourself out of this room, out of the guest room, so it doesn't look bad. And you're gonna be in the photo. And he's like, "You didn't, you didn't tell me that."
0: Right. And she's like,
1: "But I promise." And this means to me, some- this means something to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which had it not been under those pretenses, would have been a really great discussion point. But like, can you do this for me? Right. This means something to me. It may not mean anything to you, mm-hmm. but it means something to me. And if I mean if I mean something to you, please do this. Right, absolutely. Having said that, making a promise that involves someone else and you haven't talked to that other person before making the promise makes you the shitty person. Mm-hmm. So at this point, where she's like, "It means something to me," he's like, "Yeah, I, you didn't talk to me about this." Right. So what the fuck? Why should I care? Why, why Why? should I care if you don't even care about me enough to bri- involve me in the plans that you're making and talking to me?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing as when she put them on a list for a Mandarin baby. Charlotte, talk Charlotte. to your
1: fucking husband.
0: Yeah, and I get that things are, like, rough and it's hard, but it's not hard to run something by someone.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Like, it is the easiest thing in the world to be like, hey, Joe... 10 a.m. on Sunday, do you want to record? I'll be there. And you either say, I'll be there, or I got shit to do. Mm -hmm. Let's try this time. It's easy. It's easy to communicate on that level. Yeah. It's not easy to communicate on the level of, this is how I think, this is how I feel, because you're worried about the other person. But that's not even what the problem is. If they can't get together on scheduling, like, they're they're fucking doomed. They're doomed anyway.
1: And... Charlotte that's super cool that that's happening to you but that's not your house Yeah, that is your shared house that you share with your husband mm-hmm. who in this case is 50-50 mm-hmm. the decision making around this place even if you guys aren't talking and inviting strangers into your house to portray this perfect f- family and perfect marriage yeah, is super shitty
0: mm-hmm.
1: having not talk to your husband
0: yeah I don't get it it's weird and then
1: the entire conversation goes by her, between her being like I shouldn't have to give up the things that I want and he's like you're right you shouldn't.
0: You shouldn't. hmm bye And he, like, means it the entire time. And I was like, okay. Yeah. He's very, very authentic about it.
1: And it's very diplomatic, too, because then it could have easily been, like, well, here's what I'm not getting from you. You don't talk to me. You don't do all these things. He's like, this is the problem that you're addressing.
0: hmm
1: You're correct from your side. Yep. And here's my solution. Yep. You keep the apartment, and I move it. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit.
0: Yeah. And that was it. But he does come in to take pictures of her, and he had moved out by the time the episode or the episode, the, um, the magazine, the magazine hit, the hit the shelves, which is like sad. And yet it was so sweet of him to do that one last thing for her.
1: Yes. And there's this, cause they're taking photos of her at the table and then he comes in, he's like, fine, I'll do it mm-hmm. in a very nice positive way. I said it really should be, but he did it in a nice positive way. Mm-hmm. And he leans over her shoulder as she's sitting and he's standing and she looks up at him and I was like, why is nobody taking a photo of this? This is the photo. Yeah. Yeah this is the photo you use to promote. And then they both look back at the camera and then the camera man starts taking photos. I was like, yes. who is that? Yes. Who runs that fucking Instagram page? Because it is not a professional.
0: <laughs> the Instagram page. That was no Instagram then. It was
1: nuts. That was an Instagram photographer. It's like, I have a camera and that makes me a photographer.
0: Yes. As
1: opposed to a professional because they would have snapped that, that picture. Yeah, they
0: would have. They would have been like, woohoo, test one. Just kidding. This is one going in the magazine. Yeah. Like, and they didn't even this is how you know it's not a professional they didn't even like do do a light test on Trey they he just came in and they just started snapping pictures what is that what is that I mean Mediocrity. granted that they're probably the same level of white and they just white balanced it okay. and it was fine but my body is so itchy I'm I so need to sorry. take a shower immediately <laughs> okay do you want to pause this do you no, need it's to fine. take a shower <laughs> <It's> fine
1: <laughs> every time that I go to work and I'm I, it's like a heavy day there's yeah. just so much shit in the air and especially be wearing shorts and short uh, sleeves and I'm like I'm so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: nasty I can give you a makeup remover wipe
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you I gotta take a horse bath there you
0: go but it's spurts bees it's sensitive skin and it'll be great <laughs>
1: god bless what if I only took horse baths for the rest of my life would you one be surprised yes two <laughs> would it be on brand <laughs>
0: yes <laughs> yes to both <laughs> who would be yes both both are correct (laughs) uh so that's samantha that's charlotte sorry that's charlotte that's it uh, that's like
1: the the final piece that i do want to mention yes is um the photo the photos that are actually out there they get published in this magazine Mm -hmm. and then carrie's voiceover it was oh yes what, what did i write down
0: she said something about how like But people but a little girl looked at that magazine, you know, in her mother's pearls, which is how Charlotte like saw the magazine when she was a child um, and said, I want that. And I was like, this is the problem is we're perpetuating
1: we're perpetuating that tradition, that concept that this is exactly what you should want and have. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte even I, I think there was a moment. I don't know if it was good acting. I don't know if it just... S- the so bad writing that it turns around to be good somehow. Mm-hmm. But Charlotte in the photo looks like she's aware. She's like, oh shit. I'm perpetuating I'm this, this little girl that looked up to this and said this is exactly what I want. Now that I have it, it's not working out that way because I can't.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't imagine
1: my life without all these things. And I don't have any of them.
0: Yep. And that's kind of how, um, not to jump Carrie, but like, that's how Carrie ends. The episode is with her voiceover saying, you know, sometimes relationships look better on the outside than like they are on the inside. And I'm like, yeah, because you're perpetuating this fucking stereotype of everybody being happy. You're in this magazine, lying to people. You are in bed, lying to yourself. Like, Ugh. Uh,
1: and that's so weird because if at any point you don't perpetuate that in your coupleness,
0: mm-hmm. people are like
1: oh man they're on the rocks they're on the rock. they're gonna they're break up problems. they hate each other yeah
0: it's like the celebrity magazines when they're like did you see that did you see how they were holding hands differently they're breaking up and that's it and even with like even hanging
1: out as a couple in front of friends if someone like if person A says something witty or snappy at person B mm-hmm. and there's like that weird tension you're like Uh, excuse me, you're supposed to play the happy couple in front of other people. You cannot have those remarks. Otherwise, we're like...
0: What are we supposed to be looking up to? What are we supposed to be aspiring to? Is something
1: wrong? What's going on? Are you guys okay? Mm -hmm. And then that's where the friends are just... The friends kind of don't make it easier. Mm -hmm. Because, like, no, like, it was just a snap. It happens. They Mm -hmm. were... I probably said something wrong. Or Mm -hmm. they escalated the event out of control, whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. We will talk about it, and we're fine. Mm -hmm. But that's not what the friends see, and the friends are just like... Excuse me, did he just snap at you? Is mm-hmm. he being a fucking asshole? You deserve better, Karen. Mm-hmm. You need to get your CDs and get the fuck out.
0: <laughs> I... this that That's really a tough part of, like, relationships and being friends with one person in the relationship mm-hmm. also is that you only see that one side. I have this problem a lot with a lot of my friends where they're telling me these things, but they're not... Nobody wants to share, like, all of the good, stupid shit that happens. Right. Like no you and nobody does but like as an example like you rarely will like walk in the door and be like oh my gosh chal and i sat down and watched a movie last night and cuddled and it was gorgeous and i was so happy with him you do say that you're happy with him and you do like mention things that are good and that happen but every like the bad stuff is more interesting the bad stuff you feel more comfortable sharing. But then all anyone hears is the bad stuff. And so when it comes to... when you're having trouble... and you're trying to work it out... and all of your friends only heard the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they're the ones that are like... no, he does nothing but treat you like trash. Or she does nothing but treat you like trash. Why are you staying with that? That's garbage. Absolutely. You need
1: to go. And that... The, what, when me and Talon first started talking... That was one of those things. I was like, I used to date someone who anytime we had a problem, I was the last person to figure it out. I was the last person to know.
0: Yeah, and that's garbage. Cuz
1: they would already talk to have all the friends. Everybody else knew the drama and I was like, why is everybody looking at me weirdly? And it was because they weren't coming up to me. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm just asking you here if you have an issue, please speak with me about it. And please speak with me about it first. Mm-hmm. Even if we don't get to a conclusion, mm-hmm. let me know how you're feeling. I can let you know how I'm feeling. And then maybe time is what will help heal or create the solution. Mm-hmm. Please do not go and formulate this entire narrative where I am a villain. Yeah, because then when things are better,
0: they're not going to believe it, your and your they're all going to hate. Will you.
1: Only see me as a villain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and for the most part, I'm like I don't give a shit what people think, think about of me. You, I don't.
0: It's, it's but still if
1: difficult. If I'm actively, if I'm putting in work into this relationship. And there are other people who are just chipping away or taking those, those blocks that I'm trying to build upon. Mm-hmm. It's not going to help our relationship. And I care about challenge a lot mm-hmm. f- for other people to kind of chip that away. Mm-hmm. If if there's any chipping away, it's going to be because we're not working.
0: Right, right, right. It's
1: because we don't get along on this. We mm-hmm. don't see eye to eye on this.
0: Yeah.
1: That's yeah. where we can start breaking apart. But don't.
0: Exactly. Don't and you,
1: give yourself the handicap of mm-hmm. having other people trying to like. Right.
0: To do that. Yeah. yeah. But you're, and you're a bad example because you actually, for the most part, like 99.99% of the time are like, everything's good. Everything's great. Mm -hmm. Things are great. Even if they might not be, I don't know. But you're always pretty positive about your relationship, but... Mm -hmm. Everyone else, for the most part, has this mentality of the bad stuff is more interesting. That's where the narrative is. Yeah.
1: And we're told that as storytellers, that anytime you tell a narrative, there has to be...
0: Well, there there does. For Mm storytelling, there always has to be a conflict. Otherwise, it's not interesting. No one's going to read a story about a sunny day and someone ate a salad and it was great. Nobody cares about that. Even children's books. Children's books are just more clear on what's happening. Yeah. They're like, hey... You know, here's Clifford. He's a big red dog. He's a big, big, big red dog. So he gets into a lot of trouble because he's really big and he can't fit into places, but he's still a puppy. Mm. Like. (laughs) I just love that big, stupid, fucking dog. He's so, he's sweet, but he gets into trouble. Yeah. And if he was just a regular sized dog and didn't get and got into average trouble, nobody give a shit about Clifford. We're, no, bitch, we want that drama. We want the drama. We all do. But it is that's that's classic storytelling. It's either man versus man or man versus nature or man versus himself. Like it's always versus something. There has to be adversity for character development. If there's no character development, what's the fucking point? Then it's just a dumb action movie. Ooh.
1: <laughs> and we don't like those. And for, uh, at least for me because I and I think I'm seeing it from other people, which is really helping me out, mm-hmm. where even if I talk about a negative, it's not, I'm not talking about it in a negative light. Mm-hmm. I represent it as we're not agreeing on this or we don't see this eye to eye, but it's really great because we were able to sit down. We talked about that. I never considered this point of view. I got to express my point of view and I feel better. And right now we're just waiting for the solution to come to us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And because for the most part, I don't like talking about my relationship and mm-hmm. like even even any relationship mm-hmm. I'm like what's what we share together is our things but here's how I can tell you, if someone's asking I'm like here's how I can tell you
0: mm-hmm.
1: why things are okay mm-hmm. and this is why I love and appreciate this person that's what I want to portray right. but all like the cute stuff or the weird stuff or the fun stuff I was like that's right. that's what makes the relationship intimate and mm-hmm. like special to me is these are things that only we share and yeah. I love that
0: yeah yeah and that's more people should be like that it's not necessarily <sighs> me the case. being right again. Who would have <laughs> clocked it? Who would have clocked it? I mean, Carrie certainly couldn't. <sighs> she's she's so bad. So she's trying to get Aiden to go out, and she is like, "We need to go out on the town." Period. And it's so funny because our uh, mutual friend Riley does this thing on her Snapchat all the time, where she's just like snaps different things and it's always art question mark Mm -hmm. and it has made it like it has kind of wormed its way into like the the lexicon of like our group of friends so we will constantly like see something or do something or whatever and we'll send it to her or we'll just say like in general be like art Art? question mark (laughs) and she usually like answers art period (laughs) And it's so funny, because that's just something that Carrie does, where she's just like, I want to go to the, I want to go out on the town, period. And Aiden just wants to go to KFC, Mm -mm. period.
1: KFC will be delivered to his home.
0: He he! Did he get it delivered? He got
1: it delivered. This is before
0: Postmates. How did he get it delivered? I don't know.
1: New York is his weird fucking Narnia. That's, I don't know shit about how anything works there. It shouldn't. That city's run by rats, literal and metaphorical.
0: Maybe he ordered Chinese and then asked him to also pick up his KFC on the way. That is so.
1: <laughs> that's a power move.
0: That is a. That's a big dick I, hate that, but I respect that. <laughs> yeah, it' crazy. Um, one
1: time I sent. A picture of my dog's butthole to Riley and I put art question mark and the butthole was like the point. <laughs> was the
0: period. <gasps> oh That's, my god that Dude, is art it. question mark <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she responded back art but it was her like looking really ugly and just
0: She's just like Ugh, art. art I guess. <laughs> I love it. Um so they go the girls go to that gay bar and she meets Oliver the shoe retailer so I guess he gets a bunch of like and it's never spoken of again and it's so weird because she has such a love for shoes that i'm kind of shocked that it didn't spawn a like oh let's you know go out and shop for shoes during the day instead of some random brunch that they went to uh where they ran into stanford who's so jealous of the relationship it's so weird why it was so
1: weird it was
0: awkward but at the same time like i know girls that will do that Mm -hmm. in straight relationships where like the best friend will get super jealous Because they're not getting enough attention from either one of them. Oh, mm mm-mm. And will be really catty and shitty. What the fuck is wrong with people? People suck. People are the worst. Sanford
1: thinks that Carrie's on uh, on a date with this dude. And he's, like, upset. He's, like, you're engaged to be married. And she's, like, no, bitch, he's gay. And he's, like, that's "That's worse. You're cheating on me.
0: You're cheating on me. You're a horrible person. Um, yeah. Really, really weird. Uh... And Oliver brings up gay international rules, and I don't like. He names off so much, or actually, Carrie, Carrie, and he names so much wacky shit. Like, if you're gay, you can only do blowjobs if you're out of town, and like this, all of this random no stuff that you can names. do. No last names, like it's this, don't show
1: up to the same place in the same shirt.
0: It's a lot of random rules. For, I don't even know, like, basically just for the ability to cheat on the person that you're with.
1: Which, this would have been a great place to have a conversation about polyamory or yes. those different things. And he even says the words, like, I I don't. I don't believe that I can get all my needs from one person, and it's silly to assume so. That can be true for some people. I wouldn't say silly, I think that's very loaded, mm-hmm. to other people's lifestyles. But that's how I feel. But it just turns into this thing and it reinforces the notion that queer people all they want to do is fuck yeah and everybody's in an open relationship yeah which even if that were the truth which I'm not saying it is none of your fucking business handle it with tact Mm -hmm. it's not something it's not a zoo that you're staring at all the animals and be like ooh isn't that different Mm -hmm. but I also know a bunch of homosexual men Mm -hmm. who are are trying to deal and fight with that where they're like I want to be in a relationship that's not open. And for some reason, that's a problem with every gay male that I've ever interacted with. They all want to just be fucking everybody.
0: And that's something that's kind of starting to happen in the, like, straight community as well. Like, guys know that they can be on Tinder and be on the next chick in a second. So why would they want a relationship when they can literally order sex now, which is presumably all they really want? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, not all men. Right. But I feel like a fair amount of them were just sort of waiting for this this, this gap in like women's liberation to be like, okay, cool. Yeah, if you want to do it like this, then now it's really difficult as a single demisexual <laughs> to find that at all.
1: And no, and I, I can't imagine how fucking frustrating it would be when you're like, I'm ready i'm ready to give my whole ass heart to someone
0: mm-hmm. who
1: will respect it who will treat it with care who wants to grow with me who wants to build this future together who maybe potentially will start a family with me i'm ready for it and else is like send dick pics yeah send whole pics
0: yeah, yeah. so
1: people ask for whole pics i was like i've never seen a cute butthole
0: literally nobody and Ew, why yeah like,
1: let me see your butthole why I,
0: no <laughs> why why do you look at your own buttholes they all fucking that's the first
1: see. rule <laughs> Look at your own butthole, and then ask other and people, then ask and other then people. see if you want to see
0: some other people's b holes.
1: Exactly, it not should... shaming anyone who's into b holes,
0: but also that should absolutely be a rule. Send yourself your dick pic if it looks attractive to you. Maybe send then... it
1: out to people who are consenting.
0: Yes, people who said that they already want to see it. Yes. Ugh. Just don't. Just don't do it. Um, these international rules, though, are wild. Um, but yes, this would be a perfect time for the show to discuss polyamory. But of course they didn't because that's far too advanced for Sex and the City. And then they're never going to approach this topic ever again. Nope. But and That's what makes me so... That's what
1: makes me upset because I'm like, we could have been where we're trying to be now, where we think we are now, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. How do we pay attention to the important things of the show? Yeah. And not... Uh, not the not important things, but the things that maybe don't foster us as people.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it really shows how open this show was for the time period, mm-hmm. and yet how close-minded we were as a society. If we're not
1: ready and willing to accept new information, you can't force an education on someone. Nope. And if we're being like, "Hey, here's this cool, here's this cool concept," mm-hmm. but here's a really pretty dress. It's like, it's, it's like like when you mix in, like, your dog's medication with, like, a, like, gloppy, delicious food. Yeah. Like, you have to take the medication, but it's hidden in a lot of gloppy food, so you don't recognize it. Yep. Like, the, the notions are there, and I know that you have considered this, or it has been presented to you, so it's not a new concept, mm-hmm. but it was dressed up in a way that you couldn't recognize it, and that kind of damaged you, because now you can't recognize that you are aware of
0: this. Yeah, Yeah. Oof. It's rough. Um, so we come to the, I couldn't help but wonder of the episode, which is, do you have to put your single self on a shelf, like, in order to be in a relationship? And I think that's, in my opinion, it's kind of 50-50. There are parts of your single self, like, obviously, you really shouldn't be going out and fucking everything that moves, if you are that type of person. hmm Um... Like, you shouldn't, to a degree, you shouldn't want that if you're in a relationship. Like, if you love someone and you care about them, and they're sitting at home waiting for you, like, what are you doing going out and getting, like, all of this other tail? Even in a polyamorous relationship? Yeah. Like, just the fact that you're just going out and getting meaningless nothing stuff when you could ha- be having a meaningful one at home or you could be dating and finding you know another in a polyamorous relationship that's meaningful Mm -hmm. and maybe that's me being closed-minded it's entirely possible um but i just i don't like that idea like i feel like then you don't love anybody really sometimes that's the journey
1: that we have to go on is figuring out what that means for us Mm mm-hmm and sometimes, like, I I think that you could go out and fuck about bunch of randos and be fine. hmm I think every piece of media that's ever portrayed a person in that light has always portrayed, like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. But I'm doing it because I'm scared and I'm lonely and I don't want to commit. Yeah. And at the end of the movie, the book, the story, they find that one person, like, oh, I'm ready to settle down.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, oh, I hate that narrative. Yeah, that's not a great narrative.
1: But I want the narrative of, especially, like, a polyamorous couple, like, you're building up. If you have a person at home who's like, oh, I... I I want to do this with you Mm -hmm. now. Like, Spend some time with the person that you love, who (laughs) you have already done the back check for, who Mm -hmm. you've already gone through the resume, you gave them the position. Right. Deal with that instead of trying to find something else.
0: Yeah. Quit being on ZipRecruiter when you already have your applicant and they've already filled out the application and they're in already. What
1: that means to everybody else means that that position can be free at any time. Mm-hmm. And that person has no job security. Yeah. And being in a relationship with no job security in the relationship?
0: Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. That's scary.
1: And it's mm-hmm. once you're saying, you're like, ooh, we're ready to expand a little bit. That's where you bring on other people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what we need? We need an assistant.
0: And I do... We need CVS services. <laughs> I do like... um what Oliver says about it where it's like it seems arrogant to think that you're going to get everything that you need from one person and I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that there, you know, you don't have one friend. Right. Like, you have a friend that likes tennis so that you can play tennis. You like you have one friend that likes the movies so that you can go to the movies with them. You have, you know, another friend that you go to when you're feeling the lowest and they make you feel better. You know, you have a friend that gives the best hugs ever. Like you have all of these different friends and it should be similar, I think for, you know, romantic relationships, if that's possible. Like I can't even get a text back. So like one is fine, but like if I could be in a situation where there was something that the person that I was with forever was lacking and I could get that in another person without it hurting the first person, that's beautiful, and I I think
1: polyamorous or not. That should be the way that our relationships go. Mm-hmm. Is It's recognizing, hey, I'm not getting this from you, and I don't want to force you to do it. Mm-hmm. If you take an interest in it, cool. Let's let me show you. Let me show you my world. Mm-hmm. Let me present this to you. But it shouldn't be an issue where they're like, hey, I do this, but I do, but now I can't have it because I can't have it with someone else.
0: Right. Like that's, that's
1: very limiting. Me, that, that's limiting. That's not showing any security in the relationship that you have. You're like, well, that. Per- I, re- I will not let you enjoy something that you like because it's not with me.
0: Yeah, and then that's not love. There it is. <laughs> but I think
1: that there are certain people who, like, they can find, if not all, a lot of things mm-hmm. that they enjoy and they can find in one person. That's why I'm, I'm never dispelling that monogamy is a thing. Mm-hmm. I think it is certainly for certain people. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. That's there is not a single person, including my best friend, who I love more than anybody else in the world, period, <laughs> who has everything that I want, who has everything that I need and who gives it to me the way that I want to. And I would never limit myself that way Mm -hmm. because my favorite thing about having all these people in my life is that I get different experiences and that helps me grow. Mm -hmm. So if I got every, like if I got everything that I needed from you, it would always be the same thing. And there's no growth there. Yes.
0: Yes. But if
1: I can say, Hey, me and child are going through this thing. Guess, here's what I learned. I can bring something to you. You can bring me your perspective coming from you, where you're coming from. I can take that back to my relationship I can work that into a different relationship that's maybe not romantic and say, oh, but the principles are still there. I can learn this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. That's where I'm trying to be. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it. I am hey, right again. <laughs> you have got it. <laughs> um, so that's it. That's that's pretty much like the end. She ends up like sleeping in bed with Aiden and they're gross together and it's disgusting. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, That's you it. don't... Isn't, yeah. No, it's like... It's so weird because I think
1: the concept of do you have to put your single sh- self on the shelf when you're in a relationship? Mm. We try to do all these things where we're like, don't box me in. Yeah. But then we'll box each other or we'll box yes. ourselves in.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So we better know how to handle things as opposed to being like... Because like when we're like, oh, these are our single habits. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to treat myself this way or I do these face masks. Mm-hmm. What if that was just part of who you were? And then when you're with a partner, say... Hey, this is the weird shit that I do. Are you comfortable with it? Because mm-hmm. if not, I'll do it when you're not around. Right? I'm still gonna do it. Yeah,
0: I'm still gonna do what I want to do.
1: But if you're comfortable with it, I can wear my f- <laughs>
0: fucking face mask. Face mask more. around yeah. the house. Yeah.
1: We can make. The, we can do it together. Mm-hmm. Cute. And if you don't, I don't know why you want to like face mask. Bad metaphor. <laughs> or Bad story. But being like, uh, but. Those make me uncomfortable. Like, okay, cool. We have this space here, we have this space here where we're not in the same room or at the house at the same time. Maybe that's my personal time. hmm You don't have to put your identity away because you have a new identity. Yeah. You're still you. You just
0: have to You just have to reorganize the closet. Yeah. That's all. You don't need to throw anything away. You just need to reorganize it. Reorganize
1: it. And then if you find that some things do need throwing away or donating, or better served as a purpose, better purpose served somewhere else. Mm-hmm that's okay too isn't that a great introspective as opposed mm-hmm. to being like gotta throw all this out yep we can only do 50 and 50 in this closet how about for now you struggle a little bit and then maybe upgrade your closet later mm-hmm. have a his and hers have a his and his have a hers hers have his name theirs yeah. theirs.
0: yeah just just do it
1: grow so. grow up yeah. <laughs> recognize <laughs> that you're a person and a person with needs and that's absolutely fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But once you accept another person into your life, especially a major part of your life, mm-hmm. that person comes with their own baggage. Mm-hmm. And if you're inviting them into the, your life, you gotta accept their baggage.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can work together and be like, what do we keep? What yep. brings you joy? What and brings- <laughs> what doesn't bring you joy? Let's, <laughs> let's see if we can toss it. Yes. Or if we have the same toaster, let's get rid of a toaster. And we'll just use one. Yeah. It's perfect. God, I'm so good at this. We're so
0: good at this. Before we uh, call this, I want to do a special shout out to <gasps> Jesse Morris. Um, Jesse Morris friend requested me and we didn't have any friends in common and i'm always super wary of that but then i always think well what if it's like someone from middle school or (laughs) something so um i accepted the friend request i went uh hey do i know you and she said no i'm just a uh, a fan of the podcast (laughs) and i was like that is so sweet oh my gosh thank you so much you're probably not caught up on where i say that i really like, don't want to have anybody on my Facebook. <gasps> I'm so sorry. So, she was super understanding mm-hmm. about me unfriending her. Um, but I wanted to give her a special shout out anyway because that was very sweet and it really did like flatter me and make my day. So, thank oh, you so Jessie? much, Jesse Morris. Did so, she say blossoms were okay? Uh, She didn't say anything was okay. So, uh. Oh. <laughs> I hope is <laughs> okay. I didn't ask permission. As long permission. as you don't tell anybody how to spell it. But thank you very yes. much. That is so sweet. and so nice. There's like 300 ways to spell Jesse, so I think it's fine. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you so much. That was very sweet, and I appreciate it. And thank you for um, liking the Facebook page, which is I Couldn't Help a Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us your bad dates or your proposal stories, where can they send that, Joe? I
1: couldn't help a podcast at gmail.com.
0: Excellent. And you can follow us on Instagram and Snap chat no nope. no instagram and twitter what did i say why did um, i say that uh, you're you're I'm second from all my over the today. place i'm yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> twitter
1: and instagram at we swear on chanel thank you so much i got you bitch
0: <laughs> and until next time remember always, always wear, wear a, a condom. condom
1: and if you're not gonna wear a condom vaccinate your kids
0: yeah bye
1: Stop it. stop. It's not stopping,
0: it's not stopping! Stop it.